And when I looked closer, there was a, a Sasquatch face on the other side, and uh, it was looking right back in at us. Staring back at me is a silhouette of a very, very giant monkey. An intriguing discovery is being investigated in a community east of Seattle. Someone came across a lengthy trail of extremely large footprints. They are up there. Welcome, everyone. You've tuned into the Nicola Valley Bigfoot Podcast, a place where your encounters are told. To share your encounter and to be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Okay. Uh, my name's Donna Doucette. I'm from North Bay, Ontario. Um, and this, whatever this was, happened about 15 years ago. And it's, I'll just go in and, and say what happened. I was coming back from my boyfriend's house. And now we, he lives in Temiskaming, which is like on the Quebec, Ontario border. And I live in Ontario. So I was coming back from his place. It must have been about 9, 9.30 at night. It was in the fall. And so they live, he's right on the Ottawa River, which goes right into Ottawa from, from where he is. Anyway, um, I was driving my SUV down the highway. And it's, it's like a secondary highway. So it's kind of, it's like two, just two lanes. Like, you know, anyway, and in the headlights ahead of me, I saw what I thought was a man drunk in the road, and he was standing in the middle of the road, just swaying back and forth. Like, and I and I thought he was drunk. And the closer I got to him, I'm like, oh, what is he wearing? Like, first he's drunk, and now what's he got on? And I just remember it looked like scarves just dangling from his whole body. Like, and the way that he was swaying reminded me of. Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses, but anyway, and then I don't remember anything until I was past it, and the fear that was inside my body was, I can't, I can't even explain the fear. I had just quit smoking, and I wanted to pull over and grab a Nicorette gum or a, my Nicorette inhaler, but I was too afraid to pull over because I felt like if I did, I'd be dead. And I, I didn't, I didn't understand like why I was feeling that way. I grew up around, I'm from the country, my dad, moose hunt, I've seen moose, deer, bears, everything. The fear inside me was, I, I can't explain that fear. It was anyway, the farther away I got from it, the better I felt. And then it, it turned into like this, like euphoric feeling. And, and I told myself it was a moose. I kept saying it's a moose, it's a moose. And, and that's, that's about it for that. Wow. And the, none of it really made sense until I went to British Columbia to visit my daughter when she was living there. And we stopped at, um, I rented a car. She was staying in, oh, what is that place? Saanich. And then I rented a car and we drove to Tofino and we stopped at Cathedral Grove in, 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 um, on the way. 
and I, because I had wanted to be there. I always wanted to go. See, I get the shakes now just talking about it. I always wanted to go to see Cathedral Grove, to see those those big, big trees. And when we got there, I was so creeped out. I felt like something was watching me from the bush. Now, I knew that there was cougars or whatever there, but I just felt like something was watching us. And I didn't want my daughter and her friends to get away from me. I wanted us all to stay close. And I couldn't understand that that fear. And then the longer I was in Tofino, I started hearing about, I, I knew about Sasquatch and, and Bigfoot, whatever you call them, but never really, you know, I thought maybe there was like one or two of them. And anyway, as I, we went to Tofino and there was all of these things around, I, was, I began to wonder and then I read, I, my mind went back to that thing that happened to me on the highway. And it, it just, it kind of made sense. Maybe that's what I saw. Maybe it was something like that. It's, and then when I came home back to Ontario, I started doing research on it. And I found this station, um, Steve Ish still, um, How to Hunt. And I listened to people's encounters on there. And the fear, that fear is really typical. It's like they can, I don't know, put it in you. I can't explain, but what it has done, it's ruined me. I used to hike. I used to go as far as I could in the bush. I used to go so I couldn't hear traffic anymore. And if I could still hear traffic, I'd go deeper. And now I, I won't even sometimes take the little trails here in my in my town. I'm too afraid to go with my dogs and I have a Mastiff. I'm too afraid to even go in the trails here it's it's kind of ruined that for me and i'm always looking for signs and and now i'm a little bit of a freak about it all but <laughs> you know yeah yeah that, uh, anyway that's yeah that's it <laughs> yeah that, that that sounds like a very typical reaction too is when when people have encounters with these things not the blanking it out but but kind of becoming a little bit obsessed with them afterwards you know what, yeah once you start kind of figuring yeah. out what happened yeah and now, and then I think is my obsession is it is it attracting it to me? You know what I mean? Um, that is a great question. I don't question. know. Is it, it, the telepathy stuff is is that? You know, I don't know. So I don't know. Like I've seen other weird things. Like I go horseback riding at my friend's house out in in like in the country here, and she's got a couple of horses, and so we always go horseback riding on her back property. And I've seen like little structures and stuff farther back in the bush and it's all private property. So there's no, there's no way. And she doesn't make them. So, you know, but she just sort of goes, ah, okay, Donna, whatever, that kind of thing. But for me, it's just, I don't know. I, I just feel like they're always there now, you know? Yeah, I do know actually. Yeah. And the fear you're, you're speaking yeah. of, I, I, I am familiar with it. It's kind of a, it overtakes your body. It's a really, really weird it, sensation. It's it, it does. Yeah. Like my whole body was like jelly, and yes. I I just gunned I just gunned the car. Like I just I I felt like if I would have pulled over, whatever I just passed on the highway would have gotten me. That's that's the I was so afraid. But then after, I was so like elated. I I. 
I don't know. Like, and I, I was at home and I'm like, oh, I just saw him. And I was, I'm trying to, it was like I was trying to tell myself it was a moose. It was a moose. I was, I just saw a moose. I grew up seeing moose, you know, and it never made me happy like that. I don't know. I don't know. I've often thought maybe I should get hypnotized and go back to, and see if they can figure that like, but I don't even know if I want to revisit what I saw. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you that question. Is, have you ever thought about hypnoregression therapy to kind of maybe see exactly what it was that you saw? Maybe from the sounds of it, it I, definitely I have, was some kind of, of, of I, I believe you saw a Sasquatch that kind of in, imprinted itself on you, but you know, that's not for me to determine. So, you know, would you be right. willing to take another step to, to, you know, to explore the back of I, your brain I, there? I, I would. I would, I think, but again, that it's the fear, like, and then uh, am I playing with something I shouldn't be playing with? You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. Cause do you want to open I that kinda, door type of thing? Pardon me? It, it, it's a kind of a situation where do I really want to open that door type of thing? Yeah. Like I, I know they're there now. I, I totally believe that they're there and I believe that they can come and go at will and I, I don't know if, if it's, see, I've got the shakes so bad right now talking about it. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Well, it I don't definitely know. sounds like and you it's, went... it's, it's, oh, go ahead. Pardon I'm sorry. Me? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, it's even, it's, what it's done is like my children, we go, we go, uh, dirt bike, not like not on dirt bikes, but, uh, mountain bikes. We go through trails and stuff like that. And, and or even if we want to go digging for crystals in the ground or whatever it is, I'm so, and my children are full grown and living on their own. And I'm petrified that something's going to happen to them. Like my son goes all over the place on his mountain bike. And I'm so afraid that he, something's going to, it's just taken away the joy, the, you know, I want to go back and, and feel the trees and, and stuff. And I'm just afraid to, even let myself go. I used to sit out there and meditate, you know, and I won't even do that now. <laughs> yeah. It's really robbed me of all of that. So Donna, let me ask you, did, did you tell anybody about this or have you talked to anybody about it since it happened or is it kind of something you, you kept to yourself? I've told my, I've told my friends and, and family, but they all think that I'm a little, you know, okay, Donna, it's, but, and it, even if they do believe in a Sasquatch, they, they don't, they don't, um, they think maybe there's one and he's in California. You know what I mean? Like they don't. <laughs> yeah, I do know. <laughs> yeah. And they think that, I don't know that I, it's an unnatural or unnatural fear. And it, it likely is like, I, maybe they're not here. I know uh, last year I live in a condo complex, but there's forest all around us. And like, I've got a lake right beside me, a, a great big deep lake. And for three nights in a row, it was in the wintertime. I was going out horseback riding actually in the winter. And for three nights in a row, I could smell this horrible stench. Even my neighbors were like, what is that smell? What is that smell? And I'm thinking it's a Sasquatch. And I was so afraid to go out my front door because it stunks. It was like, a, a horrible scent stench and I was afraid to put my dogs out in the backyard and yeah it, it's you know yeah it, I it, wish I could just not have that fear I wish I could just continue 
going as deep in the bush as I could go and, and not being afraid. Because before, the only thing here in, in where I live, well, there are, now they are saying there are cougars here too, but the biggest fear was a bear here, you know? And yeah. now, I don't know. Did you think Sasquatch was real before all this happened? Oh, I did. I, I did believe, like I said, I grew up in the country and, and like very rural. And I, um, I did believe, and I believed in, you know, aliens and all of that stuff, but I didn't, I didn't think that it could be the way it is, the way I feel it is. You know what I mean? Um, I did believe in them. I, but not, not like this. So, like I, when I come home at night at eleven o'clock at night, I'm sometimes afraid to get out of my car. I have streetlights around me, but I'm afraid to get out of my car. <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy what it's what it's done. I used to walk the streets at night, my my friends and I, but now it's really kind of turning me into some kind of a. I actually there's a group of us. <laughs> this is really funny. We're renting a houseboat and we're going camping on the lake in Kippewa, which is very close to where I saw this thing and we're and I'm thinking oh my god I'm going to be in the middle of a lake on a houseboat with a bunch of girlfriends with no street lights no nothing you know I'm I'm oh I'm kind of and that's in a couple of weeks we're doing that and I'm just kind of oh my god am I crazy to do this but <laughs> I, I don't think I, so. I don't want to go ahead As- I say I, I don't think so. I mean, I, it might be actually a good experience to try to get out there and you know, kind of face yeah. your fear a little head on. But that that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're, I, you're quite you're quite sure that you you know you you're you've you've blocked this out of your memory on on purpose. Uh-huh. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. Is what what you think has happened here? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How how long do you think this whole ordeal lasted? Maybe a few seconds like, until you could drive the car by or. or... Yeah, like it was driving up to it. I just remember thinking there was a drunk guy in the middle of the road with scarves hanging off of him. And then the next thing I know, I was past him and scared out of my mind. Like that, you know, that fear, like, like all your hair is standing on end, your guts, like you're going to throw up your everything is just, I, I feel it now just talking about it. Yeah. No, I actually understand that fear. Like I went through, I had a run-in with one of these creatures, um, actually while I was walking through the woods, and it, it, I've never ever felt anything like that before, and I've never felt anything yeah. like that since. And it was, it was, it was really. I, I still remember how that felt. Um, you had a face-to-face with one too. Uh, not not a face-to-face, but it it chased it kept its distance in the woods but it, it was uh chasing me out of the woods basically me and my buddy. yeah yeah and it really did not want us there and it made itself quite known that we were not welcome and it, it I, i've never felt anything like that before it was head to toe yeah fingertips fear and, it was just and that's the thing and so then i worry i worry more about my kids because they're all outdoor well especially the two older ones my son and daughter they're all, they love the outdoors. And when my, that daughter was living in British Columbia, she would go hiking through the, the forest there. She lived um, all up by the Malahat, do you know? Yes, actually, I do know. Okay. So she was up in there and I, 
I would say like, just stay, like don't even go in the, like don't go alone, don't go alone. But at the same time, you want them to experience everything in life, like that life has to offer, you know, but I was always so afraid for her. I'm now she's back here and I can sort of keep an eye on her, but it's, it's just, it's the fear that people don't understand until they have it themselves. Yeah. And then you can't, and then you're, you're worried about everybody, you know, yeah. being alone in the bush. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I do know. Yeah. I, I, I 100% yeah. understand. Like, how did you sleep that night? I actually think I slept like a baby because I was filled with, um, this, this joy, this, um, this euphoric feeling. I like after, when I got home, I was, I was so happy. I can't explain that either. I don't understand that. What What do you attribute that that euphoric feeling to? Like, what, what do you think caused that? But yeah, you just. I don't know yeah. if, if I don't know if that's a if that's a normal thing after a fear like that to feel that that relief and euphoria after. I don't know if that's a like a, a bodily function. I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know what it was. It was. I just remember going from fear, like she sheer terror to euphoria i haven't heard many of that actually i think you're the first no one way. i've heard someone say that like it went from fear to to euphoria like even with my own encounter it was fear and it just stayed fear it, i didn't yeah. sleep for i didn't sleep for a couple of days afterwards so that's kind of why i was asking thought maybe it was yeah you were similar to to my own experience but but at that time at that time i thought i i, I told myself it was a moose i saw and then, so then I was researching, do moose sway back and forth? And I guess some of them do. I don't know. But a moose would not scare me like that. And I wouldn't be afraid to pull over for a moose. I've, I've beat my horn at moose. And then I was told later on I should never do that. But he was blocking my way. I was on my way to work and I couldn't get past him. I'm not afraid of moose. This was just I off the charts. I, I, can't, I can't explain it. And and now, like, everything I hear, like, one night my girlfriends and I were sitting around a bonfire, and there's a little creek down down beneath it. And we, I heard this, we, we all heard it, this crashing coming at us through the bush. And I, I just screamed. And I ended up jumping on the other side of an electric fence. Whatever was coming, the electric fence would not have stopped it. But I just felt... And, and, Anyways, we went in inside after, and and the, and the next day there's nothing like you could see nothing was coming like there was no trail of anything, you know. Wow. So then I'm thinking, are they following me? Are they around me all the time? Are they? Oh, I don't know. And even when I sit and meditate, sometimes sometimes I get the face of one will come, and I know that's getting a little out there, but no, not at all. I've heard no that. Way. I've heard that plenty of times. Yeah, it, it's okay. It's a reference. It's called tagging. Is how people kind of, kind of describe it. Um, once your mind is open enough to be accepting of, you know, that these things are actually out there and they're real, and you've had an encounter with one, you know, now your mind is open to seeing another one type of thing. That's how other people have yeah. described it to me. So maybe that's... I don't want to see another. I don't <laughs> want to though. I, I like. I don't want to feel that uh, feeling again, you know, I, 
And if they're if I'm tagged, does that mean like I'm tagged for death? Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I think it kind of means like like you're um, you're more open to the signs and to the to yeah. the weird things that happen in the woods. You know, like there's a saying that goes around, and I didn't I didn't make this up, but it's somebody else. But it, it, a lot of the times when things don't make sense, uh, or how does it go? Things don't make sense until you add Sasquatch to the equation, and then things start falling into place. You know, the weird screams, the crashing through the woods, you know, the... the right. Like, a lot of people go, so what the hell is that? And then until you can figure right. out, oh, you know, Sasquatch is there, so okay, that's what that is. So maybe yeah. kind of that's, you know, the tagging that you got, you know, maybe from the crashing through the woods, maybe that was a Sasquatch coming to see what's going on. I don't know. Right. But it could have been a, a moose, for all you know. Yeah, it could have been. That's it's true. It could have been, but of course, my mind now immediately goes to Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, mine too. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's an awful way to live, though. It's it's really an awful way to live. Like, because then you think, oh, this is it. This, I die here right now tonight. This is it for yeah. me. You know, where <laughs> I never had that fear before. Yeah, I'm not laughing at you, but I, I, that's the that's the exact same thoughts I had when I had my. I, yeah. I was like, this is how I'm going to die. I'm, something's going to yeah. grab me and drag me into the woods and I'm never going to be seen again. That's the thoughts that were going exactly. through my head. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to ask you if you'd want to see another one and you've kind of already answered that, but, uh, if I, if I, like, I believe that I know, I know that they exist, so I don't need to see one to prove to me that they're there. You know, if, if I knew it was not going to hurt me for sure, but I, I don't, Oh, I don't know. I have a friend um, who I work with, and he saw one at his campsite, and it was um, rust color. And and uh, so him and I talk about it quite often about you know our experiences and stuff, and and we send each other little things on Facebook, you know. But <laughs> yeah. it's just really um, I don't know. I don't like my kids have. Uh, have taken I mean it's taken even joy for them because my daughter that I said lived in BC she was working at a a restaurant there and this guy came in and he was freaked right out and he said he had been camping up in the mountains and they were being harassed by Sasquatch and she said the look in his face was just crazy and she's and he looked at her and he goes they they exist you know they're real and and she was like oh I believe you I believe you you know, but, but still, do they believe and, and are they taken precautions? And like, when I say, don't be the last in the line and don't, you know, don't be alone and don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is really taking a toll on you. Yeah, it has. It, it really, really has. Like I, and then when I did smoke, I would go outside for a cigarette. Thank God I don't smoke now because I won't even go out in my back fenced in yard to have a smoke, you know, alone. I won't. And I live like I said, in a condo complex with streetlights and yeah. Well, I, I think yeah. you're, you're probably pretty safe in, in your, in your home, but you know, I, I do understand that fear. I, I really do. I mean, yeah, the spot where I had my scary encounter and I, I'm sorry for, I keep bringing that up, but it just, so, Oh no, so I, I love of, to talk to you about it. Yeah. So much of your own encounters kind of resonates with me. So that's why I kind of, I'm going back there, but um, mm-hmm. Whenever I drive by that area that where I had that encounter, it always kind of makes me have that little bit of tingly in my in the back of my neck type of thing, and 
Yeah. You know, it, it, it yep. kind of brings me right back to that night where, where that happened. And it's just, it's not something easily, you, you can easily shake off. So I, I don't blame you for, you know, it's still affecting your life the way it does. Yeah. It's, it's really another thing that happened to, I remember one day I was hiking in the bush, like this is after all this. And, you know, and I had my dogs and we were in our little trails here and the sun was out and I thought, Oh my God, I wish I would have brought my sunglasses. I get up to the top of the hill on the trail and right there on the ground in front of me is a pair of sunglasses folded up, just sitting at the top of the hill. It like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I don't, I'm not saying Sasquatch brought, well, actually I did because I told the kids, okay, Sasquatch brought me glasses, sunglasses. Like, I mean, they're sitting right there, you know, folded up. <laughs> I that would be know. something, though. That'd be a nice little peace offering. Yeah. Well, if that's a peace offering, that's awesome. Don't <laughs> hurt me, and don't scare me. That's the thing. It it was the scare. It's this that scared feeling. That I've I've never been afraid like that in my entire life. Yeah. As you're talking here, even myself, for some reason, we're we're you know a whole continent apart and your story for yeah. some reason is really resonating with me. So I, I do understand. Yeah. I sincerely from my heart understand what the fear that that was that you experienced. Yeah. And for the rest of your life, yeah. like yeah. it, it does change you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like for me, yeah. I went into, well, like got into the podcasting world about Sasquatch because I, I want to know, I wanted to start learning more about them and you know other people's experiences because i find it really helps it really has changed my my outlook towards towards them i thought they were mean vicious killers when i first started this whole thing and right now i'm like oh, i don't think so but it, yeah it, i i've been like i've been researching that too and some seem to be nice just like people some seem to be very nice some not so nice but um to for them to put that fear in me now, I don't know if that was me reacting to what I saw or if they are able to, like, like send that feeling out to you. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I've heard that, too. Yeah, I've heard that they can yeah. communicate tele or telepathically. So, yeah, you never know. I, I'm not saying that for certain in your case because I yeah. just don't know. But, you know, it's definitely a possibility. Or it could have been your brain going into, uh, you know, safe mode, so to speak, and kind of. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Well, let me ask you something here, Donna. Do you find comfort when you when you read other people's encounters, or you talk to other people about about Sasquatch? Is it? Is it? Yes open, and no. Is it an open subject for you? I guess is kind of what I'm asking. Oh, it's totally it's totally an open subject. I don't care who knows that I have feel this and that I've seen this. I don't care about that. They're going people are going to think what they want to think anyway. Um, is that, was that your question? Yeah. Um, but yeah, as well, like you, you said, you started kind of researching other people's stories and, and, you know, did you get comfort from that as well? Some comfort? Yes. And then sometimes it makes it worse. Like, but I also, I, what I also like, um, the more I listen to, it, I'm like, okay, well, these people are still alive. They, they didn't kill them. They didn't kill them. So that kind of brings me comfort. <laughs> and then you do hear stories about how, uh, a young boy was drowning and a Sasquatch saved him and, and stuff like that. So there is that component, that compassion that you, you know, they must have. 
Um, but then there's people that have gone missing and then have never been seen again. And so, you know, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't, it's, it's a mixture. Sometimes that's, yeah, that's, you know, I feel good about it. And then other times it's, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm quite good to never see one ever face to face, like where I can remember it. Well, let me ask you this, Donna, then. You know, you've had your experience and you're, you're driving by and your mind kind of goes into a, 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 it blanks out. Mm-hmm. What would, if you could, in retrospect, and, and this is a completely hypothetical question, obviously, but mm-hmm. what would you change about that experience if you could change anything at all? I wish I could remember exactly what I saw. I, I do wish I could have seen, well, I obviously saw some, saw its face. I wish I could remember the face or maybe I don't. I, I, I don't know. I actually wish I didn't see anything at all, to be honest, because what it's taken away from me is it was everything I loved. It, you know, now I think there's one behind every tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I really, really do. I, I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I hope that, that, that doesn't stick with you forever. I mean, I, I, as much as I do understand that fear because I experienced it myself, I also mm-hmm. had a sighting of one afterwards, like an actual visual sighting of it. And that, was the one that actually kind of changed my entire outlook towards Sasquatch. That was the one that. Can you tell? Can you tell me about it? Uh, yeah, sure. Quickly. Um, me and my friends, uh, we started a quote-unquote research group, and I use that term very loosely because we just kind of hung out yeah. in the woods at night. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, camping. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and then we're just one night sitting in a truck, and we're kind of scanning the forest with our flashlights every once in a while and then just kind of BSing in between and I actually had my brother with me who's a, a, a RCMP member okay and, and um, I was scanning the forest with my flashlight and I have one of those flashlights that you know that has a telescopic uh, light you know you can make it brighter or pinpoint okay. or something and so uh, I caught a glimpse of something and I kind of zoomed my flashlight in and there that this thing was it was standing from behind a tree it had its hand wrapped around the front of it. It was kind of peeking around the corner or the side of the tree. Um, kind of like it was trying to stay hidden, but it was doing a terrible job because you could see like its hip sticking out the other side of the, right. of the and, and it just stood there. And uh, my brother, who you think would be nerves of steel because he uh, is a police officer, started panicking. And yeah. uh, I, I turned to him and just kind of said, you know, shut the F up, make your, your, make shush like that type of thing and in yeah. the two to three seconds it took me to do that i looked back and it was gone it didn't make a right. sound it didn't do anything else it just i think it just wanted to see what we were doing and off it went right and that's see and that kind that kind of sighting is okay but this one this one it was like he knew i was coming i was the only car on the road and he was standing right in the middle of the road swaying back and forth so it's it was an intention he wanted me to see him maybe that's the freaky part for me 
Is that you know the, what I mean? Is that the vibe you got? Like in your like, was that kind of something that was in your head? Like it wanted. I me feel to like it. I do feel it was sinister. I do because, I mean, it, he didn't try to run and hide. He he was standing there swaying back, like just in the middle of the road as I was driving towards him. Wow. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. If he was trying to hide from me, I would have felt so much better. But it it, it wasn't that. Yeah, you know? that, that that that's. That's a sighting on a different level. I mean, that's one of something. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that that happened to you, Donna. And I, I like I said before, I, I hope that this doesn't stick with you forever. And, you know, hopefully yeah. one day it, it yeah. kind of dissipates and you can enjoy your, yeah. going through hikes again because that's always fun to do. Well, I do. Like, but I, you know, I can tell you, though, it took a couple of years for me to even get back in this little trail right here beside my house. And I have a great big dog and a, and a retriever. So I, it's it's uh yeah well even that even that one day my dog we were coming out of the one trail and going into another one and he stood there and he was growling whining at i could see absolutely nothing like it was broad daylight but i couldn't see anything there but he saw something there and he would not go any further and i was like okay (laughs) let's turn around you know (laughs) Yeah. yeah, it's always good advice to l- listen to your animals. They can uh, they can yes. see and smell yeah. much better than we can. Yeah. Well, Donna, I want to say thank you for coming on the show today. I, I really do appreciate it. I, I when I read your post and I reached out, I, I knew I wanted to get you on the show because I wanted to talk to you about this because this is uh, it, it, like I mentioned, it was so relevant to my own experience. I, so right. thank you so much. I, I appreciate right. it. No problem at all. I'm gonna start. I'm when I have more time, I will listen to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, no worries. Uh, okay, Donna. Thanks again, and uh, for the listeners, if you guys just want to hang around, we're gonna close out the show. Stay there. Hey, and we're back, everyone. We are back to pull the pin on this one, but before we do that, we have to give a huge thank you to Donna for taking the time to come on the show today and share with us her very unique experience that she had with with her running. I think I've mentioned in previous episodes, you know, the trauma that people experience when they have run-ins with these creatures is very real. It is very real and it can be very um, long-lasting. And I do apologize for continuing to go back to this, but with my own encounter where it chased me and my my friend Dustin off the mountain, that's still quite fresh in my mind, and it's been a few years now. So it does stick with you, and and, and I don't blame anyone who has a run-in with, these, with one of these creatures and does not want to talk about it. You know, in Donna's case, obviously, her brain kind of just blanked it out. It's sitting in the back of her mind somewhere, and, you know, if she's ever ready to deal with it, then she will. But, you know, it's a very real possibility that it's going to stay there. And how do you deal with it afterwards? I mean, do you talk to a psychiatrist or do you talk to your doctor? Do you talk to family? Do you talk to friends? Like, what do you do with that? It's a very unique thing. You know, I've also mentioned a few times, that, you know, I get emails or, or, you know, messages quite regularly about people wanting to share their encounter but not wanting to come on the show. They just want to share their encounter. And and I think that's another form of a person trying to find some way to deal with it. You know, it, it, it happens quite quite often. So, yeah, trauma and Sasquatch 
are a very real recipe and it uh it affects people differently but donna thank you so much for coming on i, I know it was quite difficult for you to share and uh, i do appreciate it so thank you so much okay so moving on uh, i think we're gonna make this one a short and sweet one here guys um before we get out of here though uh, if you've had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show i can be contacted at nicola valley bigfoot at gmail.com that's n-i-c-o-l-a nicola valley bigfoot at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you and possibly get you on the show to uh talk things sasquatch um oh you know what there is one more thing i want to bring up here uh I have been kind of doing a little bit of research on the Muggion monster in Arizona. And I am reaching out to see if I could find someone to talk to who has a little bit of expertise in the subject. You know, I got into a YouTube loop uh, about the monster and I'd love to talk to somebody who's had an encounter with them or, or someone who has been kind of doing research on them. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, get in touch with me, Bigfoot at gmail.com. Um, there's just one group, I believe they're called the Arizona four. If someone from that group would reach out to me, that'd be great. Um, or if you know someone who has some experience with it, uh, get in touch with me. I would love to talk to somebody about it. Uh, Nicola Valley Bigfoot at gmail.com. Um, okay. I think we're going to wrap this up guys, but, uh, Oh, one more thing. Uh, it is officially fire season here in British Columbia at the time of the recording uh, there's a couple of fires burning, a uh, few out of control ones again. Um, put your campfires out, please. You know, just do your part. We went through hell last year, and I'm really not wanting to deal with that again this year. Um, if you wouldn't mind, so just make sure your fire is out. Uh, the Sasquatch would, would love you for it. <laughs> I'd love you for it. Sasquatch would love you for it. So uh, just make sure your fire is out. But with that, guys, we're going to get out of here. And uh, until next week, I will talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>